This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. Good morning, everyone. Hi, today. Uh, Sunday, July 4th, and uh, hopefully I am the first, but happy 4th of July. Looks like uh, America is 245 years old. I did that math in my head. Hopefully that's right. 1776 minus uh, 2021. I think that's 245. Hopefully I'm close. But in the end, it is July 4th. Happy July 4th. I am wearing my uh, obligatory red, white, and blue shirt today. Uh, it is, uh, I bought it a while ago. It's kind of small. Time for me to get a new one. But anyways, a uh, couple of quick things. First, we must congratulate two more folks for closing deals. Uh, again, we're hearing about deals closing nearly daily. Uh, but when you get me an address, that's when I can mail these things. So let's congratulate Ruben and Stefan. Uh, your cards will go out, I guess, Monday. Is mail picked up Monday? might be Tuesday, but I'll put them in the mailbox today. So those will go up today. Uh, on top of that, I want to remind you, if you're one of my students, I finally started releasing uh, some of the Flipping 101 videos. Again, uh, Tyler Jensen, Bill Allen from Flip Packing Live were nice enough to give me a five-hour recording of their Flipping 101 session. It is uh, truly a gift. Uh, we are chopping it up and releasing it. The first two videos went live in the course yesterday. And again, just another bonus section that we are giving away. So uh, look for those videos to roll out through the month of July. A couple of quick things that caught my attention today. Uh, we talked about New York, New York City, Manhattan Thursday, I think. Again, I think New York City is well on its way to coming back. It is, uh, rents are up, um, you know, occupancy is up. Uh, they're starting to open up Broadway, Madison Square Garden. New York City is, you know, coming back, if not back. That made me think about San Francisco. San Francisco, like New York, was one of those cities that got hit hard, right? The employers kind of left. The offices were shuttered. Uh, we saw kind of... We saw some interesting choices by local government. And unfortunately, it looks like San Francisco is still in a lot of pain. Uh, they have made some choices that are starting to impact businesses, residents, employers, and employees. And given the choices currently being made, it is very likely that San Francisco has a lot more pain ahead. Again, when you think about quality of life, San Francisco is trending in the wrong direction. It is one of the major cities that is going the wrong direction. Uh, just as an example, 8 out of 10 people uh, in San Francisco believes that crime has gotten worse and impacted quality of life. 40% of the residents, this is the problem. When 40% of your residents plan to leave in a year because of quality of life, that's not going to do good for the city's coffers. That's not going to do good for city's rents. Who is going to be the ones most likely to move? It will be the upper tier. They have options. 
They have capital deploy elsewhere. San Francisco is in deep trouble. And then when you look at, you know, the the little businesses like uh, Walgreens, CVS, Target, you know, just the stores that that you know provide kind of the daily shopping experience and the things that you need. Target, because they're being hit with a lot of uh, crime, now has taken their stores from 10 o'clock at night to six uh, for the safety of their customers, their employees, and uh, may even do more. Walgreens has gone one step further. Walgreens shut 10 stores in San Francisco. Uh, I actually saw a video of somebody driving in on a bicycle with a garbage bag, sweeping in a bunch of stuff into the garbage bag and rolling out. And the security guard was standing right there, was actually the one filming. Gap, which is actually based in San Francisco. Gap is based in San Francisco. They have shut all of their Gap outlets in San Francisco because of crime. And currently CVS is under attack and looking to make some choices. Uh, Burglaries, car burglaries, up 700%. Why would you park your car outside? Um, Just not a lot of stuff going on. Why am I talking about this? It's because all of that impacts real estate. If you can't have a quality of life, The people that live there will leave. The ones that can will leave and you will be left with a tax base that is not great. Uh, Then you will have employers not bring their employees back. They will go to the South Bay, North Bay, East Bay, but not San Francisco. So San Francisco, unfortunately, is one of those cities that's not coming back yet. Will it ever come back? Of course. San Francisco has evolved over the years. It's a... Well, they say it's a beautiful city. I've worked there. I don't see it. No, I don't see it, but who cares what I think? Uh, But yeah, San Francisco is on a slippery slope and and headed the wrong direction. This will impact condo prices. This will impact, um, you know, the real estate market, rents, office, things of that nature. It may have to get a lot worse before it gets better. Uh, Let's hope not. Let's uh, Let's hope it turns around. Uh, We don't need a a Grady like that falling into more of a decay. Uh, Next thing I want to bring to your attention that I think is going to be the topic of the month. uh, And it may be one of those things that these YouTubers gravitate to so they can create daily content for you. Is the government shutdown or the debt ceiling fight. I'm not sure how they will position it. They will probably call it government shutdown. If you don't remember, in 2019, we did have a government shutdown for 35 days based on my research. Uh, looks like we are going to go that direction uh, by the end of the month. Uh, and then, of course, the Congress is shut down for the month of August, right? They're on summer recess. Uh, so the first time that they can vote uh, is not until the middle of September. I think it's the 21st, I think, maybe the 23rd. So again, get ready for the debt ceiling fight. Uh, you know, we're supposed to get there by the end of the month, so we, we shall see. Uh, if we hit, if we get back to that government shutdown, I don't know about you, but if you've been in a mall recently, there doesn't seem to be as many sales. You know, it's been a while since I was in the malls, but going back, right, uh, wanted to get a couple of new articles of clothing, and I was I was shocked at the number of the lack of number of sales. So I did a little research this morning. It looks like according to BMO Capital, thirty two percent. 
20% less sale items this summer. That's one in three. That's a lot. Uh, but it looks like uh, there is increased demand. Looks like a lot of people had the idea of buying some new clothes and also scarce supply. The supply chain is still not functioning as normal. Uh, so what that made me think of is, wow, if retailers don't have to do sales, I wonder if they're going to have good Q3 earnings. Uh, that is something to think about. Again, lack of sales means better bottom line. Uh, so it is very interesting. Uh, and they may have a good quarter. Looks like gas prices are up. I just filled up my tank the other day in California. They're almost five bucks where I am. Uh, and I've seen seen pictures where they're over five dollars now. Uh, looks like there's a, some brewing going on with OPEC. Uh, not sure if they're going to increase supply. Uh, gas is or oil is now $75 a barrel. Uh, you remember last year we were talking about what negative $35 uh, that one time? That was that was crazy. So a couple of things I want to ask you about here. Actually, I'll do that last. I got one more page of notes. Um, I don't know if you know this. I, I wanted to get some 4th of July facts, so I got three. Uh, do you know how much the average American will spend on food, alcohol, and fireworks this year? Uh, this is uh, I, have the, I have the average per uh, American in food, but the rest is the conglomerate. So we'll do the big one first. So Americans will spend $7.52 billion on food. Think hamburgers, hot dogs, things of that nature. $1.4 billion on alcohol. That's a party. And then $1.5 billion on fireworks. More on fireworks than alcohol. I got to uh, gotta tell you that surprises me a little bit. But uh, be careful. Alcohol and fireworks don't mix. Don't do anything stupid. Don't hurt yourself or others. Uh, but yeah, it looks like the average American, when they do the math, is going to spend 80 bucks on food this year. So enjoy your four, fourth. Let me know what you're doing. You're going to go see fireworks. You're going to get out and have a party. I'd love to hear from you. Uh, looks like Carnival Cruise is getting ready to launch their first cruise on Saturday. It's leaving the port of Galveston for a week cruise. Uh, anybody booked for a cruise going forward? Just curious. Uh, looks like there is a pre Fed president, Mary Daly. Uh, that is talking tapering should start this year. Uh, I do expect that August meeting to be interesting. But again, remember what happens on Wednesday of this week, Wednesday. Uh, we get the Fed meeting minutes. It is going to be interesting to see how many Fed presidents uh, started talking about tapering, right? Talking about, talking about, it is going to be interesting. Uh, and then the last question I have for you is if you're looking to get into real estate, real estate investing, I think getting your money right is important. Uh, I am just curious, how many of you, if I said, what is your monthly budget, how much, or better yet, maybe don't think of it as a budget, but say, hey, how much money am I going to spend in July? Curious, how many folks do you think, how many of you could answer that and be within 10%? Next question for you is, if you were looking to reduce your family expenses by 10% going forward, so you have more investment or what I call freedom dollars falling to the bottom line. Could you do it? Just curious. Let me know what you think. Folks, have a wonderful day. We should be speaking with Laura Moore. Be here in about eight minutes for our expert series. Uh, take care of yourself. Again, happy 4th of July. 240 years young. Take care. Bye.